Well, hey everyone, and welcome to day number four of our Easter countdown devotional. I hope you are well. I hope you had a good day today. And uh, well, these these days are going to go by really, really quickly, and we're together each weekday around this time. It depends, uh, but uh, either way, we're going to post these on Facebook and on our website at citypointchurch.ca. So I hope you're able to track with us. And remember, on Easter Sunday, regardless of if we're meeting uh, online or if we're meeting uh, back at the movie theater or who knows, maybe somewhere else, uh, we will be giving away a brand new iPad to the winner of the ultimate Easter quiz that we're going to be doing on that Sunday, again, either electronically or in person. So you'll want to keep tracking with these devotionals and stay faithful with them uh, because you are increasing your odds at winning that iPad. I will be giving clues uh, during these devotionals. And uh, if you follow along with us and you get reacquainted with the Easter story in the Bible, you will uh, you'll do very, very well in that quiz, okay? So this is out of John chapter 18 in the Bible's New Testament, and this is uh, right at the moment where Jesus is arrested. When he had finished praying, Jesus left with his disciples and crossed the Kidron Valley. On the other side, there was a garden, and he and his disciples went into it. Now Judas, who betrayed him, knew the place, because Judas often had met there with his Disciples And so Judas came to the garden, guiding a detachment of soldiers and some officials from the chief priests and the Pharisees. It's an interesting writing it. You will see in Matthew and Mark and Luke that uh, it is written somewhat uh, differently. So John's take on this is interesting. They were carrying torches and lanterns and weapons. And Jesus, verse 4, knowing all that was going to happen to him, went out and asked them, Who is it you want? Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. I am he, Jesus said, and Judas the traitor was standing there with them. And when Jesus said, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. It's only in John's gospel, that passage. Again, he asked them, who is it you want? Jesus of Nazareth, they said. And Jesus answered, I told you that I am he. If you are looking for me, then let these men go. This happened so that the words he had spoken would be fulfilled. I have not lost one of those you gave me. And those words were spoken in this long section of prayer that Jesus had in the previous chapter that you can read in John's Gospel. Verse 10. Then Simon Peter, who had a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant, cutting off his right ear. Ouch! The servant's name was Malchus. And Jesus commanded Peter, Put your sword away. Shall I not drink the cup the Father has given me? And then the detachment of soldiers with its commander and the Jewish officials arrested Jesus. So just focusing on that moment for the next couple of minutes where Simon Peter, who's identified here as Simon Peter, Matthew and Mark and Luke do not say who it was, but John identifies him as none other than Simon Peter, cuts the, 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 the ear off of this servant of the high priest, and we have his name given to us here. His name was Malchus. And Jesus is, is opposed to this action by Peter. Now put yourself in Peter's shoes. Uh, Peter thought that he was doing a good thing. 
I mean, he's protecting Jesus. He's protecting him from being arrested. He's protecting him from being persecuted. He is protecting the Son of God, the Messiah. I mean, isn't that a good thing? Aren't those good motives? And yet Jesus says, no, that's not what I wanted at all. You put your sword away, you are preventing something from happening here by this action. You're, you're, you're starting to block this cup that the Father has given me. And the cup w- is symbolic of the death of Jesus on the cross. It's a, it's a subtle but powerful lesson for us. There are times where we almost feel like we've got to protect God. You know, uh, there are times when we're having conversations with people, maybe they're not Christian people, and we feel like we've got to defend uh, uh, Jesus somehow. And that's good. I mean, I I agree with that uh, to a point. You know, there's a whole field of study called apologetics. We're defending the gospel. We're giving an explanation for the gospel. Um, But my friends, God doesn't need a defense in the sense that he's not capable of defending himself. And many times our motives are, are good, but our understanding, our vision is narrow. And we don't see down the road. We don't play the tape forward. We don't see, well, what is God doing in this circumstance, in this moment, in this event, in this trial, that there's something bigger down the road that I don't see yet. And am I prepared to uh, perhaps go against my instincts and go against my initial motivation and wait and see what God is going to do. Friends, I don't know where this is going to go, this whole worldwide crisis that we're in right now. How long is it going to last? Is it going to last weeks? Is it going to last months? You know, they say that they're still keeping the Summer Olympics in Tokyo, I think it is, on. Uh, We'll see if that holds. (laughs) The likelihood of that happening is going to get slimmer and slimmer. But how long is it going to go on? Where's this going? Where's Where's the track leading? What is God doing? I don't know, but he does. And so we've got to be really careful that our motives and our intentions are always checked up against the will of God. And you do that by praying. You do that by reading the scripture. You do that by waiting. But don't be too impulsive when you're in moments of crisis, moments of difficulty, whatever they may be, maybe at the work for workplace or at home or in school or whatever you are, wherever you are. Don't be too impulsive. Don't be too quick to react. Because sometimes, sometimes those impulses and those reactions and those motives are actually more counterproductive than anything else. Wait, watch, pray, read, and see where God takes it. Well, that's all for tonight, friends. I look forward to being with you again tomorrow, Friday. God bless you. Keep tracking with us and have a great day.